Yesterday, I jokingly told somebody that I was going to make an episode on sexiness. And the moment that I actually looked at that comment as more than just a throwaway joke, I realized that there's a lot of fog in the air surrounding the concept of attractiveness that needs to be cleared. So very briefly, I'm going to speak about two things that are very often misunderstood about attractiveness. One is that it's actually extremely important in abstract ways. And two is that it's extremely unimportant. It's an absolute triviality when it comes to anything interpersonal. Relationships. People vastly overestimate the importance of attractiveness in relationships. You are never going to want to be with somebody that is just fun to look at if they have nothing else redeeming to offer. The greatest way that I can illustrate this to you is the fact that I've read a book by Sigmund Freud. I think it was called The Unconscious. And I will read more books by Sigmund Freud. And this motherfucker is ugly as shit. Okay? This guy is fugly. I guarantee you that nobody, maybe three people, the overwhelming minority, the statistically insignificant population of people that have read Sigmund Freud are going to tell you that they read it because of his stunning looks. This guy was absolutely insane. This guy was ridiculous. Absolute clown act mentally. Completely tormented in ways that I cannot describe. Look this guy up. Read some of his work. This guy was insane. It's fascinating how ridiculous his ideas were. Absolute peak absurdity. Which is exactly why people want to read it. Because it's either entertaining fascinating in some other way or informative there is something to gain from spending hours listening to this guy because it's either a hidden gem something that actually is surprisingly right and beneficial to understand about psychology or something so laughably hilariously ridiculous and absurd and detached from reality that you can't do anything but marvel at how entertaining it is. You go, wow, this guy has a very fun mind. Cool. Flip. Keep flipping pages. Keep reading. It's entertaining. Sexiness does not matter. Sexiness does not matter. Relationship. You do not want to spend the entirety of your life with somebody that is nothing but a fucking Mona Lisa. Zero substance. Not kind. Not charismatic. Not enthusiastic. Not motivating. Not entertaining, not funny. Doesn't provide anything to your life, but a fun thing to look at. Some eye candy. You're not going to want to spend your life with that person. You're not going to want to give your children to that person. You're not going to want to build a family with that person. You could have, let's reduce ourselves to the cavemen individuals that use blank out of 10 to describe appearance. Just for a moment. You would much rather, believe it or not, be with the 3 out of 10 that is charismatic, entertaining, capable, confident, funny, fun to be around in every single way imaginable than the person that is a 10 out of 10 that is just completely in shambles, down horrendously bad in every other aspect of life. They lack every single need that you must have fulfilled. They cannot provide for you. 
They cannot provide a fun time for you. They are not somebody that you can suffer with and still find the beauty of suffering with them because of the fact that they are substanceless beside how attractive they are. If you go into a job interview, you could have sideburns on the left side of your face, clean shaven the other one, one eyebrow shaven off, the other one bright red. You have a tattoo on your forehead that says, I like hot dogs in Chinese with a diagonal mohawk. And you walk into a sales interview, an interview for a sales job, and you are charismatic, enthusiastic. You have a friendly but confident energy, a reassuring energy that shows you are capable and you are trustworthy. You have all of that, which are all things that you can develop. You are going to get the job over the person that is stunning to look at with a very uneasy energy about them. They are not charismatic. They're not funny. They do not entertain you. They are not somebody with people skills in the way that they are fun to talk to or fun to listen to or trustworthy. All they have is their appearance. 100% of the time, you are going to feel more reassured buying from the person that makes you feel convinced that you are being taken care of with the offer than somebody that just looks good but cannot do that. There are positions that people need to be able to fulfill the responsibilities of and looks doesn't do it in all of those endeavors. Of course, when it comes to being a supermodel, attractiveness is very, very important. But in real life aspects, 99% of the real life aspects, supermodeling is not a very common thing. It's not a day-to-day thing. It's not something that we should really spend a lot of time talking about. Of course, if that was what my fucking podcast focus was, I'd be telling you that attractiveness is absolutely imperative. But the truth of the matter is that the reassuring truth tells you it does not matter nearly as much as people make it out to matter. Another thing, take hell. We already covered relationships. We covered books. We covered sales. Talk about leadership for a moment. You are going to want the leader that makes you feel safe, that makes you feel taken care of, that motivates you, that puts you in a state of being where you are going to succeed and you feel good. You feel overall positive about the situation because you have a leader that is doing a great job. Let's say post-apocalypse happens right now. Let's get really fucking dramatic. Bomb drops. You could be 12 seconds, four footsteps from the nuclear reactor that just broke and exploded and there's radiation. Radiation poisoning is imminent. It's inevitable. The skin is falling off of you as you speak. If you have the right person there with you, with the right energy, you're going to feel like you're in heaven. Nauseated, throbbing headache, skin falling off your body. You are watching your friend's skin peel off. And the boils form and the musculature of the face. It's eerie. You can't see straight. But there is somebody that is charismatic, entertaining, and reassuring. 
and it all feels somewhat better. You are going to feel like you have a greater chance of surviving with that person versus you being what? Two miles from where the reactor core absolutely obliterated itself with a very high likelihood of survival, but your leader is somebody that's fun to look at, but is panicky, does not command a presence of confidence, does not show capability. You are going to be worried for your fucking life with that person. Now let's remove the disadvantage of the person that you were four feet from the nuclear reactor from. Let's remove that disadvantage and let's put them in equal circumstances. Post-apocalypse right now. Very, very bare minimum resources. Limited. Dangerous. You are quaking right now. Trembling with fear. Petrified. You are going to want the ugly motherfucker that is grisly. That looks worn. If they can reassure you. If they can imbue confidence within you. If they can convey something. Substanceful. Something that actually matters in that situation. You're going to want them on your side as your leader more than the person that's just cool to look at that doesn't have any of that stuff or has a fraction of it. Let's not handicap the attractive person that much either. Let's say that they have some decent confidence, somewhat, you know, they don't, they don't walk all hunched over. Maybe they have decent posture, decent body language. Maybe they could, you know, crack a few jokes, but the person that is an absolute personality, you know, these people, you've seen them. Think of the people that, you know, the fun aunt, the fun uncle, for whatever reason, they're always aunts or uncles. These people that are just absolute characters. That person is going to be so much more reassuring in that event and in other more real life parallels of that event. There are very difficult, hard, trying times that exist in life that do not have to be as intense as post-apocalyptic circumstances. You could have something like money being tight, going through an illness, having a loss of a friend, but you're going to want somebody that has all of those redeeming character traits that makes them a likable character in life. That's an absolute personality. That person is going to make you feel much better. You could know that you're going to die with certainty. You could know that some traumatic event has just taken place. And that person is always going to be more reassuring to you than the other person because they tell you with their actions that things are going to be okay. They make it so that you can even enjoy those last dying moments. One moment. Now, an example of that type of person is Joey Diaz. Look them up. Great stories, incredible character. That person is the type of person that you want on your side. He actually spoke about it on a podcast at some point, how he calls up people after they die with some sort of joke about inheritance. I don't want to butcher it. I'd much rather you have justice done to that joke and hearing it for the first time, it being told in a way that preserves the dignity of the joke. So go look it up. But that guy is a perfect example. He's not super pretty. He's not supermodel but he is a character and that is the type of person that you want on your side and you want to become that person more than you want to become the substanceless attractive person now moving on to the abstract because now the wind's actually just murdering my audio because the wind loves to do this i have no clue why 
The wind loves to show up at the worst moment so that I have a terrible audio for my podcast. But just real quick, because I do have to wrap this up. Attractiveness does really matter in the abstract realm. When I talk about ideas, when I talk about goals, attractiveness matters. You want to be attracted to these goals. You want to be made motivated to pursue them. And that comes with them being attractive. If you have a goal that is very attractive, if you have a belief system that is very attractive, you're going to adopt that belief system. You're going to allow yourself to assimilate that ideology with much more ease than one that is a lot less attractive. You don't want to think in a way that puts you down, that is less empowering, that makes you think that you're incapable. You're not wanting to willfully adopt that. You're not going to want to make yourself under the influence of that thing because it's unattractive. You know that it is less convenient. So you're going to want the more attractive ideology so that you are just naturally assimilating it, naturally adopting it, and benefiting as a result of that. Symptomatically, you are benefiting because you went and you pursued belief system wise that more attractive idea same thing with a goal when you are absolutely obsessed with something talk about obsession when you have a crush you are oftentimes possessed by this absolute just infatuation with the idea oftentimes the reason that you're so possessed by a crush if you've ever had it happen before if it's happening right now you realize that the reason that you're so possessed is because there is an idea, there is an idealized fantasy that you have created in your head of what things would be like that is extremely attractive, that makes you feel really good. You think about it and you're like, wow, I am floating towards this. It is the equivalent of in cartoons when a really nice cake is baked or a really nice pie is baked and the fumes come out and you start to levitate because the pie fumes go in your nose. That is how you flock to attractive ideas. Same thing with attractive goals. When people get hyper-obsessed with certain archetypes, when people get hyper-obsessed with certain ideas, how cool it would be, they love the idea of doing something, they are more likely to do it. The only danger with that is that a lot of people just get really, really obsessed with the idea and they never pursue it. You have to allow yourself, you have to make yourself pursue it if you want it to be worth anything. I love the idea of speaking Russian fluently. I love the idea of reading Russian literature in the original language. I love the idea of all of those things. Understanding every word of the Russian music that I love to listen to. That stuff sounds awesome. If I never act on that idealized fantasy that I've created in my head that has captivated me captivated me so thoroughly, I am never going to be able to bask in the absolute glory that is in truly actualizing, realizing that goal. But what makes it infinitely easier for me to pursue that goal is the fact that that goal is so attractive. The idea of actualizing it is so attractive that I flock to it naturally. That just coincidentally, accidentally, I am going and flocking towards it. I'm walking in that direction. It draws me in because it is attractive. And this is what I mean when I say that attractiveness is very important in the abstract realm. Things like ideas, things like goals, things like purposes in life. All of those things are very attractive. They pull you towards them. They inspire you to walk in that direction and make progress towards actualizing them. And therefore, they must be made in a way that is attractive because that is going to be more motivating to you and more beneficial to your pursuit. Think about it.